More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, And I'm Lisa Popcheck, And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Today on More to Life, healing the wound, struggling to forgive, to get past an offense or heal a past hurt, will help you find the answers you're seeking in God's presence in the midst of the pain. 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. Today on More to Life, we're talking about healing the wounds. If you are struggling to forgive, if you are wrestling with a difficult situation where someone you care about has hurt you, let you down, disappointed you in some way, if you're having a difficult time letting go of pain from the past that you're not sure what to do with, whatever the situation is, let us help you heal those wounds and find the ways forward as you seek God's grace and peace and healing in the midst of that pain and that anger and disappointment. The number to call is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. I think this is something that we as Catholics really struggle with in terms of giving ourselves permission to heal. To, to deal with any wounding in our lives, either the stuff that's going on, that people are really hurting our feelings, being inconsiderate, treating, you know, objectifying us. In other words, using us for what we can do for them. You know, the, the, the benefits they can get from us, either monetarily or in service or, or whatever that is. And, and that hurts us. Or the wounds that we've been carrying around for quite some time. And as Catholics, sometimes I think we have a tendency to say, it's fine, it's all fine. You know, Jesus took care of everything. I have no right to to be complaining or feeling pain. The reason Jesus, quote, took care of everything, the reason he suffered and died for us and rose again and gives us his grace, is that he wants healing for us very, very much. And when we say, well, we're not going to deal with that, we're not going to explore that, we're not going to avail ourselves of God's grace or the people or the skills that he's putting into our lives, believe it or not, without meaning to it all, I think we often are saying no. No to the healing that Jesus died to give us, suffered to give us. If the Holy Spirit keeps bringing up to us, and sometimes we don't think it's the Holy Spirit, we think it's our brokenness, we think it's our pain, we think it's our whininess, but if it keeps coming up and we're saying, I don't feel right about this situation with this person, or this thing that I'm still remembering, or 
the situation that's just causing me to to feel a wound in some way. I don't even know if I can forgive these people in, in my life now or in the past or myself. We're actually saying no to Jesus's suffering, death, and resurrection in small ways in our lives. We can be saying yes in big ways. We can be living all sorts of, of holiness in so many ways. We can have a pretty consistent, great faith life. But if those things keep coming up and we're pushing them away because we don't feel worthy of dealing with them, or they seem too hard, or somebody's programmed us to think we're just whiny, we don't realize we're closing a door to God's grace, to the gift that he's giving us in our minds, in our lives. He doesn't want that for us. He wants healing for us. And we see that as he's healed people throughout the scriptures. And he suffered and died for us and gave us an invitation to faith and life with him. So let's do it for our own sakes. Let's do it for the sake of the love God is trying to offer us and really take a look today at what we're struggling with. If if you're struggling to know how to deal with someone you care about who's hurt you or let you down or disappointed you in some way, are you having a time hard time forgiving someone, even yourself? Are you still carrying pain from the past that you're not sure what to do with? Well, we're here for you today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for those of you who aren't familiar with what that is, St. John Paul wrote a series of reflections essentially on what it means to be a Christian in the modern world. How can we, as people of God, uh, created as human beings with bodies and called to communion with others, how can we respond to God's grace to build those life-giving relationships with God and with each other that enable us to build the kingdom of God? Today on More to Life, we're looking at this topic of healing the wounds that hold us back through the lens of his theology of the body. And of course we all have wounds because we live in a broken, sinful world and all of us are carrying within us hurts from past relationships. Sometimes those hurts have to do with more recent betrayals, disappointments, miscommunications, or offenses committed by spouses, family members, friends, even colleagues. Other times it has to do with older wounds we carry from our childhood. Whatever the circumstances surrounding our hurts, theology of the body reminds us that God doesn't want us to limp along saying, oh well, I guess I'm always going to feel like this. God wants us to know that his plan, as I was saying earlier, is to heal us. You know, cooperating with that healing grace requires us to lean into what St. John Paul called our eschatological self. Now, that's a $10 word that means our whole healed, godly, grace-filled vision that God sees when he looks at us, which is really not as hard as it sounds because we don't have to flog ourselves into becoming something that we're not. Instead, we just need to lean into our relationship with God. 
Because the closer we draw to God, the more our true selves, that whole, healed, godly, grace-filled self, is revealed. Because that self already exists in God. Healing those old hurts begins when we believe that all things are possible with God. When we bring our pain and anger to him. When we refuse to be defined by that pain or anger, choosing instead to cooperate with the grace that he's giving us to become what we already are in his eyes. Those whole, healed, strong, confident sons and daughters of God, capable of all things through Christ who strengthens us. If that sounds good to you, but you're not sure how to move forward with it, we are here for you. The number to call is 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Give us a call. Let's talk through how to get past the pain that you might be carrying from those offenses or hurts when someone you care about has let you down in some way, disappointed you, or hurt you, if you're having a hard time forgiving someone, if you're still carrying the pain from the past that you're not quite sure what to do with, let us help you heal. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name the of the Father, Father and the, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. We come into your presence and we thank you for this opportunity to spend this time with you and to receive your healing grace. And Lord, we bring to you all of those hurts that we carry within us, whether those are old hurts from childhood or more recent hurts. The fact is, we are very much the broken body of Christ. And we recognize that we hurt each other all the time. And yet your servant, St. John Paul, reminds us that we are called to communion and that building your kingdom means working to cooperate with your grace, to heal our relationships, and to build strong, healthy, grace-filled, godly relationships with all the people you've placed in our lives. And so, Lord, we bring to you those complicated relationships where we aren't sure how to move past the hurt or what it means to forgive or what it would take to reconcile. And we ask for your wisdom to know the best way forward. We ask for the grace and the courage that we need to respond to these challenges in ways that glorify you, that work for the good of everyone involved, the ultimate good of everyone involved, and help us to lean into that vision that you see when you look at our lives the vision of that whole, healed, godly, grace-filled self that we were created to be and destined to become once again through your love and grace. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the, the Father, Father, the, the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, Healing the Wound. Are you struggling to forgive, holding on to feelings of I don't know, unforgiveness, disappointment, frustration, or pain, either from wounds long past or maybe even more recent offenses where someone you care about, your spouse, your uh, kids, a family member or a friend has disappointed you, let you down, or hurt you in some way. If you are still carrying the pain from those past hurts, 
Let us help you heal and find the best way forward now at 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Mike, who's listening to EWTN Radio on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Mike. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Good morning. Sure. Um, I've, uh, I'm currently married with uh, six kids. And uh, while that's all great and dandy, uh, despite our own family relationships, it's a blended family, um, I'm still uh, unable to move on And I, from a past relationship. I, I thought I was able to move on from it. It was happened several years ago. Uh, we what does move on mean, Mike, exactly? Do, do you mean that you're still carrying feelings for this woman that you were in a relationship with, or do you mean that you're, you're beating up on yourself for having had the relationship? What, what does that mean, exactly? I miss her. I care about her still. Um, I haven't spoken to her since I moved. We had a really tumultuous relationship. It was a she's a, one of the most awesome people I've ever met. I, I sometimes I believe that two good people cannot be good for each other sometimes. Um, and uh, it was tumultuous, but at the same time, I I worry about her. Um, is she safe? Is she how's her career? Uh, we were there for each other for a lot, but then I moved away for work and I tried something different, and life happens and. Uh, I, it's just I haven't seen her in a few years. And um, and so now you're married and you have six kids, but you still kind of think about this, this past relationship is what you're saying. Yes. So um, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm guessing that you tend to think about that past relationships on days when you're feeling a little tired or a little frustrated with with your with your current marriage or or you know you're having a, you're having a hard day. Is that fair to say? I think about it every day. Actually, I pray for it every day. Yeah, but I'm 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 guessing that 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 if that's the case, then that has been brought on by uh, something that's going on in your present, right? I mean, you haven't been. This has not been a daily thing since you got married, right? Or has it? Um, no, um, I think there are very few days where I don't think about it. I mean, where I don't feel the negative part of it. I just worry about it because I've always been that guy that always took care of her. But then I know she's a strong woman. She's independent. Well, I, but, uh, but, where, but I but I want you. I mean, you've been, how long have you been married, Mike? Uh, four years. Oh, oh, right. And you have the blended. It's a blended family. That's where this. Okay, I'm sorry. So, so, um, and you're saying that that even while you were dating your current wife, and 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 in the early days of your marriage with your current wife, you still were were carrying these feelings for this other woman. Yeah, not in a romantic way. More of like a friend friendship caregiving way well yeah but you know what mike you're 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 um how do i put this um there's there's something there's a certain kind of relationship addict who 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 likes to be needed who who likes to feel like i'm i'm going to be the hero that saves this person which is why that relationship was as chaotic as it was because you were the fixer you were the hero in the situation and you kind of get an adrenaline hit from that as well. Yeah, and and you know, I, I would suggest to you that having having it's having been so many years since you've seen her, you're not actually pining for her. You're pining for that 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 that, that wound that you carry with you that you you've tried to heal by being the fixer, by being the hero and the rescuer. That part has been triggered by something that's going on in your life. And you don't feel like you can be the fixer or the healer or the rescuer in your current situation. And there's that part of you that's calling out to you and saying, you know, back when you were with that woman, you got to, you got to attend to this wound that, I, that, I, that you have. And, and I want you to go back there and think about that and, and wish that you could be that person again. That is, that, that's not a longing for her. 
that's that's a cry for help that you need to address with a good healthy therapist so that you can learn how to deal with this wound in healthy ways um, you know we have a tendency to do this where something will be going on in our life and we think about you know some old girlfriend or some old relationship or whatever and we think it's you know that we're wishing for that past time when in reality what's going on is there's something in our present that has brought that old relationship up and it's and it's not so much about that relationship it's about how we felt about ourselves in that relationship maybe we felt freer or we felt more in control or we felt like you Mike like we could be the hero and the rescuer and the caretaker and for whatever reason at this right now I don't feel that freedom I don't feel that joy or I don't feel that ability to be that hero that rescuer that caretaker for whatever reason I would suggest to you Mike that the best way in addition to counseling uh, to deal with this wound is to focus on being the caretaker of the family that you've created with your wife and to, to and when you have that temptation to think about that other woman I want you to give her to God and don't and don't think about her further and instead ask yourself what can I do to serve my wife right now what do I need to do to redirect this energy toward my wife and toward my kids what do I need to do to be a better servant right here and right now and I need you to stop indulging in those fantasies in your head about how you could take care of that person you're lying to yourself this is not this is not a, a, a platonic oh I just wish well for it no y you see yourself as the romantic f figure that's going to swoop in and save this person that you want to be that knight in shining armor be that for your wife and your children uh, this is a this is a, frankly the the obsession that you have with this previous relationship is demonic and it's not from God and I want you to give it just give that woman to God once and for all and know that he is in her care that you have nothing to do with her at this point moving forward and anytime Satan whispers her name in your spiritual ear I want you to Im immediately redirect that energy into what you can do to serve the wife and the children that you have now yeah. and I want you to seek good competent therapy to deal with that deeper wound that has set you up to believe that you have to be the rescuer that you have to be the hero the knight in shining armor and that's the only way you can be happy with yourself because I need you to do that for your own mental health and for the future health of your current marriage and family life thanks for the call Mike we gotta go to break when we come back we're continuing to take your calls about healing the wound are you struggling to forgive to get past an offense or heal a past hurt whether that is a hurt that was caused more recently by a spouse, a family member, an adult child, a friend, someone you care about who's let you down in some way, or those are older wounds from your family of origin. Whatever the issue is, let us help you find God's presence in the midst of the pain and the grace to know what it means to heal. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to life will continue right after the break. The wisdom of Mother Angelica. You remember the time I said on the air, go to confession. And when you're done, go out and have a big ice cream soda. Celebrate. And a man wrote to me, he said, you know, I hadn't gone to confession in 30 years. Do you mind if I went and had a pizza? <laughs> I said, oh, have 20 pizzas. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic.
This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Finding health care for yourself and your family can be isolating and confusing. That's why the Catholic Health Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering Christ-centered health sharing for individuals and families, along with new wellness services to help heal and restore your whole person, spirit, mind, and body. Visit cmfcuro.com to find out more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, we're talking about healing old wounds, getting past the pain. What will it take to forgive, to heal? especially when someone we care about has let us down, has disappointed us in some way. If you're carrying the pain from that past hurt, let us help you find ways to heal, to experience God's grace and healing in the midst of that pain, and identify the next steps. 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Courtney, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Illinois. Hi, Courtney. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Hi. Um, you know, I've been having some trouble. It's interesting that I I stumbled upon the radio station today because I'm just having a lot of, um, I'm struggling with my in-laws, particularly my mother-in-law, and they have relationships that they've severed with family members. Um, she's become, they both have become just very bitter about things. Um, they hold grudges. And they just, I... Well, they sound like difficult people who are in a lot of pain themselves, but, but how, how, what's your relationship like with them, and what, what, are you, what can we help you with in dealing with them? It's, it's terrible, to be honest with you. I don't want to be around them. And they have, um, you know, my children are young, and they really don't have a very good relationship with them. And it's sort of when they want to be grandparents, they decide mm. to be around um you know it's i'm hurt because they haven't treated me very nicely and i think it's because they think i've hurt them it's very tit for tat so if i mean i get a text well message on nasty nasty people always believe that they're away. the victims right that's how they justify their mm-hmm. nastiness but so mm-hmm. so so what are you asking us exactly here in this, in this i'm asking you how do i let go of this because and even rebuild the relationship because at this point, I don't want one. Well, you, know, know you, you, you can't rebuild a relationship by yourself, 
you know, um, that, and you can't make a relationship that's unhealthy healthy by yourself. All you can do is extend an invitation to, to a healthy relationship by setting an appropriate boundary that says, look, I would love to be in a relationship. And you might either say this to them or at least clarify it for yourself, either way, right? But basically what has to happen in a situation like this is that you and your husband need to sit down and prayerfully decide how could they, how would we want them in our lives? What would be healthy? What would be a, if, so, for example, um, you know, where can we be around them and not have to spend the rest of our day putting ourselves back together after we've encountered them? Think about that for a minute. You know, in what ways could we be around them and not have to spend the rest of the day putting ourselves back together after we encountered them? In other words, in what ways could we be around them and still feel safe emotionally and, and spiritually and otherwise? Now that might, you might initially say, well, never, okay? But there are times when you feel safer than others. So for example, if you limited your relationship to phone calls, you might, and they, and they said, well, we want to come over. And you said, well, you know, we're not able to do that because, you know, unless you were able to, you know, we were able to work through these issues or these concerns. If we could work through those issues or concerns first and, you know, we get to a place where you guys, we, you know, could be kind to us and, and we can, you know, feel like we're in the same place, then you're welcome to come over. But until then, we're going to have to limit this relationship to phone calls. There might be a possibility that as long as you're not in one of your homes, you can put on sort of your outside face so you could meet them at a restaurant and and do that like hour, hour and a half. They can see the kids. You can sit at the far end of the table and you don't really have to deal with it. It could be that as long as you're at an event, so as long as you go to the pumpkin patch or the Christmas tree farm, you can get through it because there's an activity to shield you only you know the answer to the question. Yeah, but so you and your husband need to sit down and prayerfully discern what are the contexts in which we could deal with them without having to, you know, spend the rest of the day putting ourselves back together again. It might be uncomfortable, but we can deal with them. It's safe to be around them in these contexts. You limit the relationship to that. And you also say to yourself, what would be the things that would need to be addressed in order for us to have more of a relationship? Then when they complain and they say, how come you only, you know, won't let us come to the house? Or how come you will only get together with us at a restaurant? Or how come you only deal with us on the phone, but you never get, you, you say, well, I would love to have a closer relationship with you. But until we address these things, it's just not, we're just not able to be any closer to each other. And that really breaks my heart. So if you guys would like to work through that with us, we're here for that. But until then, I'm afraid that we're going to have to limit the relationship to this. That's the way you invite somebody who is like your in-laws to work on the relationship. Now, they might reject that and say, how dare you? I can't believe you're pushing us away. That's their choice. If they want to walk away sad from your invitation to a deeper, healthier relationship, that is on them. You have given them a way forward. And you have committed to doing the work that you need to do to get there. If they choose to walk away, that's on them. We can learn, you can learn more about setting these kinds of boundaries in my book, God Help Me, These People Are Driving Me Nuts, Making Peace with Difficult People. It's available at catholiccounselors.com or wherever books are sold. That's God Help Me, These People Are Driving Me Nuts. Father Benedict Groeschel. I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible for the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism? This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, 
or courageous or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Those who deny the full humanity of the preborn will be toying with the sentiments of pro-life people. They will say, you can't really believe in the humanity of the unborn unless you support this or that piece of legislation. The pro-life position is quite different. We might well believe that we need to improve social conditions. But first of all, we believe that the pre-born are a good to be protected, even if born into poverty, even if born into unstable, violent homes. We want to eliminate those terrible conditions, but it is the height of arrogance to tell human beings like unborn children who cannot communicate or reason or stand up for themselves that they are better off dead because we know from our own experience that we would choose life and survival over death no matter how poor our social environment. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, And I'm Lisa Popcheck, And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Hi, this is Dr. Greg Popcheck. Ephesians 5.21 challenges husbands and wives to defer to one another out of reverence for Christ. In this scripture passage, St. Paul reminds us that while husbands and wives both have roles to play, Christ is the head of the house. You see, couples who recognize Christ as the head of their house are already cultivating mutual respect. Respect isn't just general politeness, it's much, much more. It's about making your default attitude toward your spouse one of fondness and admiration. Happy couples know that they each need to learn from the other's positive influence, call their spouse to holiness, and see the inevitable flaws in the other spouse as opportunities to grow in virtue. Cultivate fondness and admiration for your spouse instead of focusing on his or her flaws, and you will grow into a marriage that is truly exceptional. For more Catholic marriage guidance, visit moretoliferadio.com. We're so glad to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, we're talking about healing the wound. When people hurt us, it's sometimes hard to know what forgiveness means, what it does and doesn't require of us, what reconciliation would even look like, uh, or how to just get past the pain. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest one. And that's what we're talking about today, how to heal that wound, how to experience God's healing grace in the middle of the pain and the anger, how to identify the next steps toward healing, and what that looks like for you. If you are struggling in a difficult relationship that you're not sure how to do any of those things we were just talking about, give us a call. Let's work it out together at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three, seventy eight twenty five. Let's talk now with Robert, who's listening to EWTN Radio on Saint Gabriel Radio. Hi, Robert. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Good morning. Um, well, I'm trying to uh, help my wife heal. I'm in a relationship, twenty five years of marriage. Um, November uh, is our anniversary, and I've been a sex addict uh, prior even to her uh, her and I getting married and 
and um, she's found out on the. Let me let me ask you, Robert. Um, so that that can mean a lot of different things. Okay, so are we talking about pornography? Yeah. Or are we talking about uh, other relationships? Are we talking about prostitutes? All the above. All the above. All, okay. all the above. And so she's uh, numerous occasions she's uh, found out, and I've sought help, sought counseling. I stopped going to counseling. I stopped help. I thought I was healed, and I wasn't. And, and uh, so last time was. Uh, couple years ago and I thought I was healed and I fell into a, a relationship uh, extramarital affair and it, I stopped it because I knew it was wrong and I didn't want anything to do with it. I went to rec- uh, confession and, and you know and, and tried to you know move on and make our life what it should be and uh, recently uh, a month ago five six weeks ago she found out uh, on my phone I had tried to call this lady I had an affair with although there was nothing going on at the time I know it was wrong to reach out to her, but anyway, I did, and she saw the phone number, and since that time, I've been living in an air mattress in our basement, and she doesn't want me in the house. She told me to get out, doesn't want anything to do with me. I'm seeking uh, spiritual help. I'm going to counseling. I'm going to a 12-step men's group. Uh, She's got a counselor set up. She has uh, some PTSD from this and has a lot of triggers and, you know, really just, you know, rightfully so, and... So let me ask you, Robert. When you when you when you when you, when you refl- refl- you said you've been through counseling several times now, and you're in counseling yeah. again. You're getting spiritual help for all this. You're in the twelve step program. When you think about what drives this sexual addiction, what do you think it is? I think a lot of it is, um, yeah, it go- my narcissistic personality and my. Uh, but that's just another label. Yeah. I mean, what 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 is it? What are the what is it that you think what? that you struggle to do? When it comes when it comes to being able to to have healthy relations or be a healthy person in really healthy relationships, what do you think that you struggle to do that drives you to these unhealthy relationships? I think my narcissistic personality prohibits me from being the nurturing person that I need to be around my family and my wife, and it leads to arguments. And then that that in turn, I look out to seek elsewhere for. Okay. But let me let me go a little bit deeper. I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah I, I mean, I think that that's all fair. Let me ask you a question, though. Would you say that you struggle to be uh, to to be sort of honest about what your feelings are, or that you struggle to really kind of deal in a direct way with conflict, uh, or kind of be honest about what your needs are with people and and being vulnerable with your wife? Is that something that's that, that's hard for you to do? Honest with my needs sexually. No, I mean like um, any needs you uh, have. Right. Well, I, 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 we have a we like, yeah. I, I feel like there's times where I'm alone between us. You know, I feel like sometimes I get some. I feel like that there's not enough affirmation uh, from my wife and family that you know I am. You know, a significant part of the family. I don't know. If that's a narcissistic, you know, insecurity. Well, no. I mean, so yeah. So no, I I hear what you're saying. So the reason I'm going here, Robert, is that that what we what we often find, you know, when we're dealing with people who have sexual addictions or or other compulsive relation uh, behaviors, especially sexual behaviors, um, these are folks who really struggle to either identify or identify and communicate their needs. Not, I don't mean sexual needs, I mean any needs, like for, for love or for affirmation or just, you know, where you'd like to go out for dinner even. I mean, just to, there's some people who really cannot communicate their needs effectively. The, the, the people who struggle with the kind of problems that you do often have a hard time identifying their feelings or communicating their feelings in healthy ways. 
they often are kind of terrified of conflict. They don't like to deal head on with, with problems. And so what happens in the face of all of that is you repress a lot of stuff and it makes you depressed. And the more depressed you get, the more you feel like the reason I'm depressed is because these people are neglecting me. These people aren't attending to my needs. Well, they're not attending to your needs because you haven't actually been good at expressing them, right? Uh, and when that happens, you go to the place where, you know, I don't mean you personally, but I mean a person in your situation tends to go to the place where they feel alone and they feel isolated and they feel like these people don't care about me, so I got to go find somebody who would make me feel cared for. And that's what drives the other relationships, that's what drives the pornography, that's what drives all the other stuff. You're still in the place where you're still reckoning with what the real problem is. You know, and, and you've been kind of going to therapy and saying, well, I have to break off this relationship, and, and once I do that, then I'm, then I'm cured. The deeper wound that you have to heal is, is not so much the relationship addiction problem, it's your inability to effectively express your needs, to be vulnerable enough in expressing your feelings, to be vulnerable enough in, ex uh, in, in dealing with conflict in a healthy way, in a direct way, instead of repressing all that stuff and keeping all that inside, which then feeds a depression. My suspicion is that you have an undiagnosed depression that you've been dealing with for a very long time because you lack these relationship skills. And so in working with your counselor, I want you to bring this to the therapist and I want you to start talking with your counselor about what it was, what's going to take to really heal that struggle that I believe that you have with communicating your needs directly, communicating your feelings honestly, and dealing with conflict directly. Because ultimately, that's what it's going to take to be able to leave these relationships behind once and for all. I would also suggest, um, in addition to the work that you're doing, if you'd like to check it out, we've developed a new program called Connected, which is for folks who struggle with the pain that pornography brings into their lives and other sexual compulsions. You can learn more about the next session of Connected um, if you go to catholiccounselors.com. We are also developing a program for spouses that your wife might be interested in called Reconnected, which is healing the pain of relationships impacted by pornography. And that is a program for spouses who are struggling with their mate who is dealing with a sexual addiction or compulsion problem like you have. So you can check out uh, the, the details for Reconnected are not up on the site yet, but Connected is. You can check that out at CatholicCounselors.com if you'd like to learn more about how we can support you in this. But even if you just stick with the work that you're doing, I need you to focus your energy not just on leaving the relationships behind, but developing those skills that would help you be healthy in the relationships that you have, the healthy relationships you have, so that your behavior won't feed this depression that comes over you that makes you feel isolated even when you're surrounded by people that you love. Thank you for the call, Robert, and we will certainly add you to our More to Life prayer list. 877-573-7825, 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled Healing the Wound. Are you struggling to know how to deal with someone you care about who's hurt you, or let you down, or disappointed you in some way? Maybe that's someone recent. You know, your spouse, your kids, a family member, a friend, a coworker, who has disappointed you or hurt you in some way that you're struggling to forgive. Maybe you're having a hard time getting past old wounds from your family of origin that continue to haunt you and you're not sure what to do next. Regardless of the situation, we want to help you experience God, God's healing grace and peace in the middle of that pain and anger and identify the next steps forward in grace so that you can know what healing looks like for you. 
877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Psalm 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. A promise from the Lord to heal those who are struggling, whose hearts are heavy, and who are carrying that pain inside. And, and, and who doesn't? Let's face it, all of us have some hurt that we carry within us, but the Lord is promising healing. And, and one of the things I love about this particular verse in Psalm 147 is its present tense. It's not, he will do it. It's he does it. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So every moment of every day as we let God closer into our hearts and lives, he's actively working to heal us. You know, perhaps you tuning into EWTN radio and hearing more to life today was one of those small steps that God is using as an invitation to you to heal any wounds or any brokenheartedness that you may be experiencing in your life. We're here for you today. And God's here for you every moment of every day. Give us a call if we, we can help you out with a wound you're trying to heal or one pain that you're experiencing. We're here for you at 877-573-7825. That's 877 7825. We'll be back in just a minute with more thoughts on how you can heal the hurt that holds you back. More to life will continue with your calls right after this. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. We listen to all kinds of things, as the Pope says. The radio, the TV, we listen to our phones, all kinds of other messages. But are we silencing ourselves enough that we may listen for God? The other thing we need to do is continue to educate ourselves on the faith. Are we listening to Catholic programming on a regular basis? Are we attending really good, healthy, faith-filled conferences to learn more from those who may be scripture scholars or apologists or maybe just a good talk from a spiritual leader or maybe watching a good video of a wonderful priest such as a Father John Ricardo or a Bishop Barron or someone else? So continue to, as Father John Harden used to say, Educate, educate, educate yourself in the Catholic faith. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, on EWTN Radio. This program brought to you by the following nonprofit company. From Affirm Films comes Journey to Bethlehem. This wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. Can we? Can we? Look at the star. This is it. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere, November 10th. Soundtrack also available. More information is at journeytobethlehem.com. 
Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back. We're so glad to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Healing the Wound. Are you struggling to forgive someone who has hurt you or to move past the pain? And are you struggling to know what reconciliation would look like in your particular situation or whether you should even pursue it? Let's let's explore what it means to encounter God's grace in the middle of the hurt and find the next steps forward. The number to call is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Let's talk now with Mary, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. Hi, Mary. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Um, well, thank you for taking my phone call. I called around two years ago, and I had it was on a theology of the body um, program, and I had called and asked if it was okay that I stop the domestic violence that was going on in my home. Mm. And it was a wonderful conversation we had, and, and I think of it quite often. So my husband and I are now divorced. It's, um, it hasn't gone as well as I'd hoped. I mean, I have, I have now been two and a half years without a bruise. It's, it's life-changing. I work with domestic violence victims. I... I go to mobile food pantries and distribute food, um, but there is a loss there because um, we have 13 children, two are in heaven, so 11, and of those 11 children, there is only one that speaks to me, and so I have lost my children, and I have become bitter in the last, like, two months, and I'm not a bitter person. I have social grace has kind of been thrown out the window and and I noticed I've had two times that people you know like how you doing and I just like unload no 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 social grace and I'm like that's not who I am so you're living on a hair trigger now Mary I mean you went through an extremely abusive situation and you're sounds like you're working very hard to restructure your life, be a giving person. Have you been able to be in therapy over the last two years to help you really stand on your own two feet, begin to heal from the post-traumatic stress of all of this, get things in place? What happened with that? That's my my first question before we talk about the kids. So I had a, a therapist and and he. it was very short term. It was more for the court system to make sure that because I was the one being blamed for for whatever his position was in court. It was that I was the crazy one. And and the therapist is like, you're not the crazy one, Mary. This, you were married to a, a sociopathic narcissist, and your life will go on. Um, it was reframing my image of myself, because I could tell you from head to toe what was the matter with me. You know, I was... Like, no, of course. When you're, when you're in that situation, you 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 you're, you've learned to blame That's yourself. That's what you've for been everything. programmed yeah. to believe. But, but yeah. are you are you so, getting support now? Well, I I attend a weekly domestic 
um, violence uh, group session, and then I have a, um, a counselor that will speak to me afterwards. I'm not sure if, like, I mean, I, I, I speak to at least two of my children, but it's court-ordered, you know, at least once a week. I try to. There's, you know. So, Mary, did I he get custody of the children? He did. He got custody of the children because not one of the children would say anything. And, oh and I understand okay. that fear because he he has physical custody. We have joint legal custody, but he stomps all over it. And he knows I do not have the money to take him gotcha. back to court. Gotcha. Right. No, I so understand, Mary. So, so look, you mean, it, the, with the reason that we're talking about the counseling is the best way that you could show your kids the way out of this is for you to become as healthy as you possibly can. And even though you're out of the situation, and as you said, it's been almost three years without a bruise and that's life-changing, I have no doubt that that is true. But there are deeper emotional and spiritual bruises and wounds that still need to be healed. Um, one of the things that I suspect you are dealing with, especially because of what you said about being the kind of person who blames herself for the abuse that she suffered in the past, that points to something called an anxious attachment wound Anxious attachment refers to being raised in a household where we as children had to work or were given the message that we had to work to get mom and dad to love us the way we deserved to be loved. Um, maybe they were withholding altogether. Maybe they only gave you love or affection under certain circumstances. Maybe they were just too distracted with their own stuff to ever pay attention. But when we're raised in a household like that, we come to believe that it's our fault that people don't love us the way we deserve to be loved. And so we tend to gravitate toward adult relationships that are desperately unhealthy and then blame ourselves for them being unhealthy, which is exactly what you've described the place that you're at. That wound is still there and it still needs to be healed. Your kids were raised in an environment where they learned that the behavior that your husband engaged in was normal and that the appropriate response to that narcissistic sociopathy that you grew up in, that you were married in, you said, it was to just knuckle under and deal with it. You, you've broken the family rule uh, by, by not continuing to participate in the abuse, and so they're angry at you for that, because they believe that's the only way you, they can survive and be healthy and have a family. The best way you can build a relationship with them that's authentic and not just court-ordered is by continuing to grow and become a healthy person who knows what she's worth in God's eyes and continues to be strong and, and continues to become stronger and heal that attachment wound so that you can show your children how they can heal their attachment wounds from being raised in a household like this. When they can see that you are the person that they can turn to that will not just show them how to kind of walk out of this and then in their minds cause more drama, but in, in but, but, but walk out of this and become a healthier, stronger, more vibrant person that will draw them to you in time. You're going to have to take the long view. It's probably not going to happen until they're all adults. But it will happen, and the best way you can do that is by committing yourself to healing those wounds, especially in regular counseling that is addressing these attachment wounds. To learn more about what I'm talking about, I would like you to check out a book called Attachments by Dr. Tim Clinton. It's going to walk you through what, I, what, what this whole attach, anxious attachment wound really looks like, and, and I think it's going to be eye-opening for you. Um, but it's also going to point you to the need for ongoing healing so that you can lead your children out of this essentially kind of cult environment where they have learned 
that the appropriate response to abuse is to accept it and to blame themselves for it like you did. And the skills that you'll learn from the attachment book is something that you will also be able to then, when you do have a chance to talk to your children, as they come out of of your ex-husband's household and are looking for their own answers and their own healing, you'll have the words and the resources for them because you've worked through this, because you've looked at all of the, the information in that book in a deeper way, and you'll be able to understand why they are also growing up with extremely anxious attachments with this man. I want to thank you for calling us. I want to thank you for finding the courage to stand up and protect yourself from this horrible abuse that you were living in for so long. And I just want to encourage you in continuing to pursue the healing that God has in his heart for you and for your family, if you can follow this advice. Thanks again for the call. Folks, we've only got a couple of minutes, so I just wanted to hit some points here. If you are listening and dealing with this kind of pain from past hurts, whether they are recent past or long past, the, the, the path to healing is not by going back and, and kind of picking over those wounds over and over again. The path to healing is asking yourself what healing would look like and what you need to do in the present to keep cooperating with God's grace to pursue that healing. You know, if you were raised in an unhealthy environment, what do you need to learn to create a healthier environment in your present situation? If someone has hurt you, rather than dealing with that and turning over that past hurt, what do you need to do to heal that hurt? And to make sure in similar situations in the future, you guys wouldn't go down that path again. Healing the hurt from the past means looking to the present and the future and saying, what do we need to do to make sure that I'm never in that situation again? What do we need to do to make sure that if something like this comes up, we can handle it better? Rather than fighting it over and over again or going back to that place over and over again in the past, it's about using those past experiences to say, what do I need to do to make sure my present and future is as healthy as it can be? And what skills do I need to learn and what support do I need to get so that I can cooperate with God's grace more effectively to fulfill that healthier plan for my present and my future. And the more you're able to do that, the more you're able to let go of the past because it doesn't have the hold over your present and future that it does if you continue bringing your past into your present and future. That's not an easy process. Um, it, but it is something that you can do and that God wants to give you and that is possible with good support. If you'd like to learn more about healing those wounds that are holding you back, I'd love for you to come to CatholicCounselors.com to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institutes of Telecounseling practice where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, and personal life. All the information is there at CatholicCounselors.com to help you identify the next steps in your journey toward healing. Check out the resources we have for you. Again, learn more at CatholicCounselors.com and get out there and celebrate the life God has for you because with His grace, there really is so much more to life. Have a blessed day, everyone.
been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.